Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We got Brady Quinn boots on the ground in South Bend. Uh, the Notre Dame legend is back home in his old stomping grounds. Uh, you got uh, you got some uh, a local establishments you need to go check out, Brady. Uh, is there anything uh, on on tap for you as far as uh, taking in the sights and sounds of South Bend, Indiana? Or what are we looking at? Uh, well, look, not to get on a serious note, but no, I've got a foundation. We we work with veterans, and and so one of our pillars is we put on educational platforms during the summertime for those who are cycling out of their service uh we've got a program here at notre dame so i I came up to visit some of the vets and basically they they come back they get some intensive uh coursework and and training before they would you know go to start continue or finish their education so that's actually what i'm here for right now um so i I get to see some of the vets in our program a little bit later on today um but outside of that man just spending spending some time here in god's country if you will that's pretty awesome bro like that like commendable work like love the service been been looking at it Hopefully, you know, it gets a little bit more woven into everything that's going on. But <laughs> that's a conversation for another time. Jonas. Yeah, because yeah. I know, I know yeah. you're uh, obviously LeVar has a military background as well, yeah. too. Your father, correct? I always love that, man. And, and he's a wounded warrior. So, you know, guys maybe underestimate or undervalue or just don't even give time or thought to how difficult that transitional time is and, and what guys go through, our men and women of service, how they feel, what they experience, you know, trying to really, really kind of adapt and adjust back to regular civilian life. It's it's a very difficult process. So it's always nice when 
you know, there is that giving back and, and there, that attention made because for the relevance of what they represent in terms of our freedoms and the different things that they go to war for and they fight for and battle for, um, it doesn't always seem to equate to that, that value once they come back. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's weird to me too because that, like, my transition out of the sport too, kind of led me to this path of 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 us. We we were doing and we still have been doing home remodels. We we you know create entrances that are that are handicap accessible, et cetera, bathrooms, kitchens, and, and stuff like that in their house uh, for veterans who have these sorts of needs. But the educational platform came along because like I was transitioning out, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking to myself like, man, I, I've got a background that's been very regimented, very been very structured and and even though I'm I'm in maybe a different place financially I'm still like all right what's the next steps like like yeah. how do you go about figuring that out now and so I think there's a lot of uh, commonalities between you know a, lo- a lot of those who are in our service uh, you know services and serving our country and then once they get back to civilian life it's not as easy of a transition I think as a lot of people think yeah It's so underestimated, man. And whenever I see uh, pictures on either social media and you guys have done another ramp for somebody's home and and you could say, oh, you know, it's, you know, the the smallest thing. But, man, that small thing, that ramp, that that being able to get into your home in an easier fashion because necessity. Yeah. Like it's um, and I know, LeVar, you and I have talked about it off the air. Like, I I just think it's uh, just amazing work. And look at at your charity golf tournament. We laugh about all the 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 fun times and the uh, the laughing and the goofing around and all that stuff. But we got do the event you put on is fantastic man like really i appreciate that i appreciate that it's it's funny like a a vet told me after we did one of his ramps he started to break down and i I said hey man i was like you know we're just appreciative of everything you've done for us and and all that he goes no no no, you don't understand he goes i've been worried i've been scared because of how long it'd take me to get out of the house if there was a fire or something he's like that was my greatest fear is just being able to get out fast enough. And he goes like, and now this kind of alleviates all that for me. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. Like so many things that you take for granted, so many things. Just going to the restroom, Brady. Yeah. Like, you know, like we take things like that, getting out of bed, stretching, like taking that, that morning stroll, like, you know, I, I watched my father have to do it in a very different way. You know, it, it, it was a wheelchair. You know, he had to make yeah. his move with a wheelchair. So a lot of things that I thought were normal in the regular world was not normal. Yeah. You know, my yeah. dad has a trachea, like uh, a scar from when they, they had to go, you know, put, put the breathing tube and stuff into his neck. And, you know, you see so many things. I used to try to put my foot when I was younger. I used to try to put my leg into his prosthetic limb. Right. Because I thought something was wrong with me. Like I used to ask him, like, "Why don't I have that, Dad?" Oh, or yeah. then I used yeah, to put yeah. my my foot in his, his, you know, in his leg, and it'd be like, "Man, like, why doesn't my leg?" Your fit? normal wasn't normal. I wanted yeah. my legs to look like his. I wanted yeah. to be able to put on a prosthetic limb at one point in time in my, you know, in my life because I wanted to be just like my dad. So it's kind of crazy, like just to listen, like when people are unaware of how difficult it is just to do normal things. And then you see them do extraordinary things. Like my my dad goes, well, maybe not now because the house I bought was pretty dope. But <laughs> when we were growing up, <laughs> when we were growing up, my dad used to go on on the roof and like clean gutters and and do things. And he had prosthetic limbs, man. Like the older I got, the more I realized, like man, like. <laughs> 
I understood why we had a one-floor home. Like, I always wanted a two, two-story two home. I'm like, I want to be able to go upstairs. Yeah. You know, and, and you start to realize some of the things that, that you have to, you know, challenge yourself to get through. And, and so many people can help and assist. So when you have a charity and you have a work that, that brings awareness and, and sheds light on certain things like this that people may not take the time to really think about, yeah, man, that's, I, I think it's pretty awesome because I lived it like my entire life. Like I don't know anything any differently than that, you know? Yeah. I, I ran a four li, – listen to this. I ran a four three nine forty at 240 pounds nah, at big 6'3". Deal. And, Who cares? And my, dad, yeah. and my dad never ran one day in my life with me, and he'll never run a day in my life with me. 439, man. I always Jesus. said I, I had my dad's legs. Like I always yeah. said I owe my career to my dad's service because the things that I was able to do physically, I don't think that it would have been the same had what happened to my dad didn't happen. True That's story. Awesome. Yeah, true that, story. Amazing. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, side note: I couldn't run a four three nine ten. So, so uh, congratulations <laughs> yeah. to you. Uh, well, you, uh, you don't have the calves for it, though. Thank Jonas. you. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate uh, it. I yeah, don't either. Actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not everybody's blessed. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, not everybody's a blessed with pop ca- to you. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, Jonas uh, is that slow twitch. Yeah, oh. that slow twitch. Calfzilla over there. All right, Brady Quinn. It is outkick the coverage here. Fox Sports Radio. Lamar Arrington. Jonas Knox here on FSR. All right. So Nick Saban had some uh, comments uh, yeah. yesterday. Uh, I thought the location of the comments, he was at the uh, Texas High School Coaches Association <laughs> Convention. Uh, and he was uh, talking about quarterback Bryce Young. And apparently Bryce Young is already approaching $1 million in name, image, and likeness endorsements. So here we go. Uh, he's never started a game for the Crimson Tide. I actually think he owes Brady Quinn a percentage of this because you've been talking about Bryce. You saw Brady watched the Alabama spring game and well, he could played not, last year too well, but yeah, but yeah. yeah but as far as he was now going to be the guy and you could not wait to point out the fact that that's your heisman trophy winner he's going to be the heisman trophy winner and uh he, he hasn't even started the game yet man lavar and he's at a <laughs> million dollars in endorsements unbelievable it's a brave I mean, new world it, so so this this brings to light though a few things the first thing i would say to you and, and in this whole name image and likeness is as 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 much as these kids are getting paid, he hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> and so this is really more about the brand and the power of Alabama. Mm. And that's one of the things that I think there are some schools right now that their pitch isn't about money to these players, okay? It's about partnering with them to create their brand co-branded with, you know, that university, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's more powerful because that's what Alabama has done with Bryce Young because they've got the credibility. Like if you're like, let's say, for example, you know, you're a car dealership and and Nick Saban comes to you and says, you should sign a deal with this young man. There you go. You know, I've seen quarterbacks that can go get drafted in the first round, a la Mac Jones this past year, Tua Tagovailoa before that, right? Guys who can help us win a national championship. And this guy is better than those two. Mm-hmm. If he says that to you, are you not buying all in right there? 100%. That's called projection. Because, projection well, and, and, and solidification, that's, right? That's, and so that's the second part. Is yeah. That's usually how these guys get paid anyway. It's not. It, contracts are usually never not off of what you did. It's what they're projecting you to do. There you go. And, so, and, and that's what this is more about in this case. But I think it's interesting, too, by the way. Nick Saban announced it. 
not Bryce Young. I think that also tells you about that young man and the fact that I think that's the smarter way to do it. I don't know that if you're any one of these kids, especially if you're on a college campus, you want to put a bigger bullseye on your back because as much as there's a lot of Bryce Young fans out there, we also know there's going to be some haters. There's going to be guys who are jealous. And so if I was, if I was Bryce Young, I'm not advertising how much I'm making. I'll, I'll let Nick Saban use that as a recruiting pitch, and if there it gets out go. there, so be it. Lee, you're hitting on him. You're hitting on him. But 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 those are the things I see from from where this is right now with all this. And and look, like I said, he's my Heisman, baby. I'm riding it right now. The rest of the way, I'm telling you right now, you better put some money on that young man. Mm. Everything that I've ta- I've talked to uh, another guy uh, who uh, works with quarterbacks out here, and I asked him, I was like, hey, uh, so this Bryce Young guy, I heard he's like uh, the guy at, mo- at modern day as far as like all the because Liner was there. Uh, Matt Barkley was Matt there, Barkley. right? And, yeah. and uh, this guy said the same thing. He said, look, he's not big. He's not. But, he's but undersized. He's all, but you watch yeah. him play, and you're like, all right, he's a dude. Like, you just watch him play, and he goes, <laughs> he's, he's you, unbelievable. Dude, he's, he, this is, you know how we all miss on Russell Wilson? Like, And when you go back and really look at what he did at NC State, especially young in his career, you're like, hold on now. This dude can sling it. So what's the holdback? Oh, his height. Oh, okay. He's a little undersized. And then what? Tom O'Brien had the whole issue with him, whatever. So he goes to Wisconsin. I think they – did they win the Big Ten that year? I know they won the Rose Bowl. So mm, I'm not sure. You go – I don't remember. They did not – they didn't win it that year? I don't remember. I, I, I okay. want to say – I have yeah, selective memory against Wisconsin. Uh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. By the way, by the way, you're on the clock with Wisconsin. We'll, we'll get into that later Yeah, on. we are. We uh, definitely are. Yeah. But, but, that was, but that's where everyone missed. Every, the whole, whole – like even Seattle, they're like, oh, you know, his height, his size. If, if, fortunately for Bryce, they don't have to worry about that anymore. That threshold's already been broken. So he, I'm telling you, he's going to have a phenomenal career. He really will. You know, Nick Saban put the entire – NCAA major programs on notice by doing Hell this. Hell yes. He put them on notice. In Texas, there's, by the way. There's no way you can now – because what's going to happen is you're going to have programs and you're going to have coaches that are, you know, narcissistic coaches, and they're going to say that's not how we're going to run our program. And they're going to dictate and they are going to leverage however they leverage it. We have a scholarship yeah. and that's still going to be good enough. There good are luck, coaches man. out there good like that. that. Yeah. Well, by Nick Saban coming out, Nick, the Nick Saban coming out and doing this, yeah. he just gave the green light saying that one, the most successful college coach of all time is sitting there basically saying, listen, like our guy is a guy that's going to make almost a million dollars at this point. That is a recruiting tool that is a, a change of, of pace in terms of how this is all going to be hey. approached. And you got to think about this. The amount of money that is being generated and circulated by Alabama's success, it, it, it now opens up the conversation of will recruiting get even more skew? Will it get even more lopsided because of the success and exposure that a Nick Saban and those people have to these would-be sponsors that can put that money into these kids? I I think a topic we're going to talk about at some point, though, and Jonas, sorry not to jump ahead of you, is that might take care of it, though, when we get there. But one one quick recruiting stat on Alabama I thought was fascinating. And and LeVar, you've got it. You'll probably hear this and go, really? So Alabama has signed more five-star recruits in the last five years, Alabama, than Florida State, Miami, okay, 
at Florida combined. No, I live in this world, so no, I'm not. I'm not surprised yeah. at all. But but all three schools combined the last five years not, in their own state. I am not surprised. Oh, I mean, have you man. seen those it's how those factory. teams are playing lately? Though Florida well, State, might, might be Florida, Florida State. Right. Is, Florida State. Florida's been all right. They've been all right. But all of those schools have not their shells of their former self. I mean, you're talking about three dominant programs in in Florida and they own their their areas right like Miami yeah. owned Dade County yeah Florida Gainesville they own parts of Florida yeah. and, and a few other places and obviously you know you look at Florida State and Tallahassee, Tallahassee yeah the the mystique of Bobby Bowden and all those things but this it's just not the same and now schools like Alabama schools like you know Notre Dame can go into these areas and actually extract those kids. So now it's gone back to the original days of when Schnellenberg had to Schnellenberger had to to get guys yep. to to rope off their state and keep their recruits in the in the area. That's it's decentralized. And now yeah. something like this will even further that even more because man, like it's I get to go win play for a national title and I can possibly get enough endorsement deals while i'm there yeah it's to crazy. be around seven figures come on man that's i mean you can't lose that way it's uh outkick the coverage here fox sports radio jonas knox brady quinn lavar errington here on fsr you can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app coming up next though somebody in the nfl uh is having some major regrets there is a quarterback move recently made and they are feeling all sorts of bad about why the deal got done when it was done we'll get into that next here it's outkick the coverage fox sports radio this this is outkick the coverage hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be so, um, Stephen Jones uh, was talking with uh, KXAS TV NBC Five, and he was talking to Pat Doney, uh, and he said uh, named the biggest swing and miss during his tenure in the front office, and he talked about the Dak Prescott contract. He said, "quote Probably would have signed Dak the first time around. It would have been better for everybody else involved." Uh, so, end quote. Uh, credit to Stephen Jones because you know Jerry Jones isn't going to say something like that. Uh, uh. So, uh, so credit to uh, Stephen Jones uh, who. Uh, called it spot on. We still got to wait and see what that's I mean, going to lead to, though. I mean, that's an easy statement to make because you're not throwing anybody else under the bus. You know what I mean? And we have not seen the way Dak is is going to perform post, you know, post contract. Okay. Like, we could say post injury, but we're going. I'm going to stay to post contract. So that's an easy statement to make today. Make that, that six that- months from now. Yeah, that, that, I'll say that, that, that's a good point because, you know, look, the risk right now for Stephen Jones is he's admitting the mistake of not signing him earlier, but he, he's essentially saying that it's put them in a bad position now because they've had to sign him to this monster deal. So regardless of the injury or not, you know, Dak made them pay. He continued to keep pressing to get to free agency or at least not not taking whatever deal was offered to them. Um, and, and then he was able to get the exact deal that he wanted even after a horrific injury. So now the risk all really falls on their shoulders because they had to invest into him. They did and gave him exactly what he wants, but he might not be the same player. You know, you don't know how he's going to come just back. Don't know. So yeah, you don't there's... Know. There's a huge risk there, but I do think it's interesting that like 
It wouldn't be better for all parties involved because, I mean, Dak still made a lot of he money. Got and he, got the, he got the contract he wanted. So he's probably the only one that it benefits more so than everyone else. What, what part of the contract didn't he beat them on? Like he got he got the, the years, he got the money, he got the guaranteed money. Like all, all of I think he had a no trade clause as well, too, to where he can veto. I think that was part you of the gotta, other. You, you got to be surprised. That he didn't, I mean, let's be clear here. I know that Jerry loves Ezekiel Elliott, but as of today, you're not looking at at, at that as possibly your biggest miss on, I, on I, a large, I was just gonna say ginormous that. contract? I was just going to say that. Like, the fact that they got the Zeke Elliott do, uh, contract done and Amari Cooper done before Dak Prescott. But I, he's done, but Ezekiel Elliott has done nothing since getting his contract. Like he's he's been. I mean, you're even questioning. I mean, for me, when I when I look at it, I you know question: Can he ever return to the form that he he was when yeah. he created that reputation and and was one of the top backs, if not the top back in the league? We haven't seen it. And and that was a couple of years ago. We were That's having been that a discussion. little while. Yeah, yeah. 2018, yeah. 2018 led the league in rush. I mean, look, it, it was tough last year without Dak, I, and as bad as their defense was. I don't know that he had as many opportunities to kind of run in meaningful moments. And then obviously once Dak was out, then it was everyone's loading the box because that's all they really had to stop What, what was Zeke. So, and plus, we also kind of fail to acknowledge the offensive line hasn't been quite as good since 2018 either. Like, that group has taken a little bit of a step back. There's been some injuries there, too, and some, some turnovers. So, it, it is a piece of everything that I think has played a role in all of it. But um, I, the only other thing I'd say is, Jonas, I disagree. I do think Jerry Jones would say. I do think Jerry Jones would say something, like make a flippant remark or just say something on the air uh, and admit to a mistake like this. You know, I, I think it's actually more surprising Stephen would only because Stephen seems to be pretty measured with his approach and the things that he does, you know, that he lets get out there publicly. Jerry might call in during the week and say God knows what about his team or any decisions he's made or his personal life on, on some of the talk. And enjoy it. Texas. And enjoy yeah. doing it. Like, no yeah. no apologies necessary. Like, enjoy doing it. Why do you think, why do you think they didn't get it done? When when the contract was first being discussed, was it just was it this all about Dak and him hiring a new agent and then just you know uh, basically saying line in the sand we're not budging past this uh, if you want to meet us you got to cross this line or was this Dallas just assuming the debt because all of this and this contract this monster deal gets done I think it was more than a lot of people expected it to be. After his leg almost fell off a year yeah, ago, like yeah. all, like all of the, like he won every aspect of the deal. So, what are we talking about? They could have saved what ten, twelve million dollars just a year, just on the annual salary, had they got this done initially. And and I've I've heard from a lot of people say, look, had they had they given him a little bit more on their initial offer, they could have had this done a couple of years ago. And we were talking about Zeke and Cabo and them getting that deal done. They were having discussions with Dak about potentially getting a deal done and they didn't. So I just, I don't know, man. I, I think this was a major whiff on them. I don't know if it was as big as the Zeke whiff, but I think this was a major whiff by well, Dallas. You got to establish what you believe the win is by giving the contract. First and foremost, the first win is that Dak is an established leader on this, this team. He's also a respected figure in the Dallas football, you know, faithful community. So that's a win. Uh, how are you going to replace Dak? How are you going to replace his production if you let him go? That's a win. 
how are you going to to handle moving forward if that goes somewhere else and he plays very well so when you think about some of the wins initially that they're able to to get just based off of the sentimental value and just the off-field value the the humanistic value of Dak Prescott I think you can already measure that. But now if you're taking it into consideration, the on-field aspect of it, that's going to be the biggest question mark here because even though we look at Dak as one of the best winners since he's become the starter of the team, this is still a a franchise that prides itself on selling its fan base on winning championships, and they haven't done that in a very, very long time. So if you're basing it off of that, I think that now puts a ton of pressure on on this Dallas franchise to have to win and have to win now based upon how much they paid Dak. I mean, I, I definitely think that's a part of it. I, I don't think they missed though on Zeke. I, I think they were in a position where I mean, what was their what was their alternative? I mean, yeah, I mean they Pollard signed him to this play well. He he's played well, but as a feature back, like I, I don't know that he was going to be as impactful as Zeke I, I is. I don't disagree I, with that. I don't disagree I mean, I, with you, but I mean he has been more productive than Zeke has been. That's all, I mean, I, just factual. In, in what capacity? What do you mean? Well, just in terms of yards per carry, that the yards in the game. I mean, he's yeah, just, but oh, no, I mean, look, I, that that hasn't been true over the career of both being there. Not um, the career, but the last I, couple I, and years. I, and I, the only thing is with yards per attempt because this this is a little tricky. Because as soon as the guy becomes the bell cow back and he gets more carries, what happens? Well, that that comes attention. down, right? Right. If you want to, if you because if you want to base yards per carry on who's the best rush on the team, uh, more often than not, it's the quarterback then, because his yards per carry are going to be usually around four and a half, five or so, maybe even higher than that, because he's taken off on passing plays, picking up a first down, and he's not going to run that much, right? And obviously those sacks don't come off his rushing stats. So, like, that's the hard thing about yards per carry is, that, like, the more Tony Pollard plays, I don't think he's going to be quite as good as Zeke. Like, a lot, a lot of the defensive coordinators that I'll talk to will say, hey, man, this guy – He's the guy we always have to worry about. Like, he's the guy we don't want to get running. We'll, we'll let Dak try to beat us with his arm, but they're still trying to stop, stop Zeke from running the football. And so that, that's the only reason why I always feel like if that's what defensive coordinators are telling you or defensive players are telling you, that it still tells you that there's a little bit of doubt in what Dak's ability is as a passer, even though I think he's gotten better every single year in this league, and he's continued to prove all the doubters wrong. So I, I don't know at this point how people could still doubt his ability as a passer in this league. Well, first, he comes out late. You know, the later round you go, the the less respect or the harder it is to get a, a next bigger contract. Well, how would you That's, guys know, Mr. First well, Round Draft I've, I've, I've studied here. this yeah. before. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know personally, but I've studied it. I've studied it. I saw the rest of you on day two and three. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, another, another interesting point to add to the conversation as it applies to Dak or even Ezekiel Elliott. If Ezekiel Elliott or Dak Prescott and Dak Prescott, if they continue to have great seasons beyond going to that threshold of what their contract is and they start getting that franchise tag slapped on them, like what happened with Dak Prescott, if they continue to play well, then the price tag goes up. You're actually pay- paying Dak a, a market value contract 
in terms of if you consider them to be a franchise quarterback that you're going to have for a little bit of time. So the same would exist with Ezekiel Elliott. If you just let Ezekiel Elliott continue to be the leading rusher or, or, or tops in that category and you don't and you're giving him you know, franchise tags. That franchise tag starts to pay you more than what you would make if you did get that mega contract. And so now the economics of it start to get a little bit like lopsided. And if you're going to to pay the guy and you want him to be on your team, then at some point you're going to have to bite the bullet and you're going to have to pay something that's close to market value that isn't isn't, you know, going to cost you with your 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 franchise tags um you know it's funny about the Dak Prescott contract when you got Stephen Jones coming out saying well you know it was our, our biggest regret it was a swing and miss moment for the front office like who actually thought because I remember LeVar like Brady and I were talking about this and I, I remember hearing you guys discuss it on uh, on first things or not first things first but on uh, speak, speak for, for yourself, yourself. Mm-hmm. and this is a big topic of conversation because let's be honest here uh, the Dak Prescott contract um, discussion got us through a majority of the pandemic. So we can all, <laughs> like, I mean, listen, true. We, we can complain all we want, but it seemed like uh, there was some no- sort of comment from Jerry Jones. Like, like I'm telling you, that and Tiger King got us through a, yeah, a real oh, chunk uh, of, of the pandemic. So I, I was appreciative of uh, Dak Prescott. Brady, do you man. think that this could have been a prompted question from Stephen Jones? Like, to me, there is so much malign of Dak Prescott, right? Jonas, like, Brady, like, this is something that for the longest time, why do you keep franchise tagging him? Why will you not give him this this contract? Why will you not award him the contract? Is this a prompted question to be able to go public and kind of, you know, make sure everybody's okay with the fact that Dallas is okay with Dak Prescott and they support Dak? Because that seems more of a – this seems like more of a, a an agenda-driven question that he would go straight to Dak Prescott in that contract. No, it's a, it's an interesting way of portraying it. Yeah, I, I, you could maybe make that case. The reality is, is most organizations, when they draft the quarterback who they sign to a second contract – is not going to be a quarterback that's drafted in the fourth round. You know, Russell Wilson drafted in the third round. Yeah. The, the, the hard part about him is that team was so good so early, and then he was so good that they, got, they caught lightning in a bottle. And so to, a year into it, they're like, yeah, he's a franchise guy. Like, they had no questions about it. Dak had a great rookie year, but it wasn't like he wasn't doing some of the stuff that Russell was. And then in what, Russell's second year, they go win a Super Bowl. So by that point, there was like, okay, he's drafted in the third round. We know he's going to come up sooner, but we still, we still got to get this deal done to extend him. With Dak, it was, it, it, you know, it, it's the, the team hasn't had as much success. He's a fourth-round pick. Even though he continually improved every year, it wasn't like you caught that same lightning in the bottle. So if he had another year, I think they get that deal done. I think just the fact that they had to commit a year sooner than they would have liked to because they didn't have the fifth-year option of a first-round pick, I thought that that's what made this whole thing difficult. And that's, that's why we're at this point now where you've got the team, maybe to your point, publicly trying to make sure that people know, like, hey, we're invested into them. Beside the contract, we realize we made a mistake. i got to be honest with you. I don't know if it's um, if, if the team just trying to, you know, put this out there publicly to, you know, make it look more like they're supportive of him or they should have been and, you know, they're trying to own up to their mistake. 
however you want to look at it, I, it's refreshing to me because you very rarely hear a front office executive Agreed. admit to a mistake. And so that is kind of refreshing for me to read that comment and be like, okay, there's some people who can look at themselves in the mirror and say, yeah, we should have committed to him a long time ago. It probably would have been a little bit cheaper and better for all parties involved. But you would have to also assume that they're willing to make that that response they're willing to answer yeah. that question because a lot of times we all know front office decision makers are very close to the vest on things that they do decisions that they make the reasons why they make those decisions and generally speaking it isn't to massage the ego or the you know the the psyche of the player it just isn't it's just business is business and there's no real emotions attached to doing the business that has to take place it seems as though dallas and just from a lot of the people that you know have played for dallas that i know personally there is this very unique way of approaching business and personal relationships as it applies to being a dallas cowboy as it applies to jerry jones and now steven it's your privilege to be a dallas cowboy it's it's an honor to be a dallas cowboy i'm just telling you that's how it feels man we we weren't being negative enough so you needed to i'm just saying like that's how it feels what what do you want from me you know you gotta you know like if it's spicy add a couple habaneros in there you know why not let's uh let's turn this into something here uh all right uh brady quinn lavar errington jonas knox has outkicked the coverage here on fox sports radio Coming up next, though, it could have been the end of an era in the world of sports last night. Coming up next here, it's Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? 
If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Coming up in, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to get uh, back into um, sort of an up and down roller coaster for a couple of fan bases in the world of sports over the last uh, 24 hours or so. So we'll have that for you here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Now, um, although uh, Brady Quinn, I know that uh, Pat Connaughton is a uh, world champion and he is your Notre Dame That's right. uh, brethren. That's right, baby. Uh, Monty Williams, <laughs> also a Notre Dame alum. You know, not yeah. so good for him. I mean, it felt like it was. I mean, look, they were up two nothing, and and everyone just uh, it, like it seemed like Phoenix was the better team, and they were rolling, and you know, like everything was going their way, and they were getting a uh, you know an unhealthy Giannis as they were heading into the finals, and then they go up two nothing, and then here we are, man. They never won another game. What a bummer. Feel bad for Suns and Four guy. Jeez. It's terrible. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Well, Do really. you actually feel nah, bad for Suns really and Four guy? No, not really at all. Yeah, I think I think they I milked it. Their their fan that's base was pretty obnoxious. <laughs> Uh, all the way through uh, but the conversation does turn to Chris Paul because um, it was uh, you know everybody had had just uh, broken out their support for Chris Paul uh, a guy who has uh, routinely been known as a pain in the ass as a teammate uh, according to uh, many people on the Clippers uh, from uh, back in the day and you had already awarded him the MVP of the series I, I, I said the narrative was around Chris Paul there was a lot of support there yeah. it's like the Russell Wilson remember Russell Wilson didn't get an MVP vote that was the big talk last year he's never even gotten an mvp vote before and then he went out and had those you know first few games and it just felt like all right here we go the the conversation is on um but uh, chris paul spoke with the media afterwards uh, and also was asked about potential future plans uh here was chris paul 
Ain't no moral victories or whatnot. Uh, we sort of saw what it takes to get there, and you know, hopefully, we see what it takes to get, you know, past that. Knowing that for so long you worked to get to this point, is there any solace in hey, I've had this experience no. and I can learn from it, and I might get back here? I mean, it'll take it'll take a while to process this or whatnot, but it's the same mentality: get back to work. You know what I mean? I ain't retiring if that's what you're asking. That's out. So. You know, back to work. Uh, I remember, so Chris Collinsworth was uh, in an interview I saw him one time. He said that he, every day that goes by, he thinks about those Super Bowl losses. Mm-hmm. Like he never lets them go. If the, if Chris Paul never gets back to an NBA Finals, which at this point in his career, that, that's a, that, yeah, it will God, haunt it, him. It has to, right? Yeah, has to. You know, everybody talks about how exciting this time of the year is, and what's the first game we'll we'll watch for the NFL. The Hall of Fame game. Yeah, right? of course. Yep. Haunt, it yep. haunts me every year. Every single year. You know, I, I was I was the highest rated guy coming out of high school. I'm the highest rated guy coming into the draft. And and I didn't have the pro career that I would have liked to have had. And your ultimate goal, the ultimate resting, the final resting place, when you do this, you play this game and you try to play it at the highest level that you can – is to be in the conversation of being a Hall of Famer. Haunts me to this day, every day. Some some years it's more intense than others, but there's not a year that doesn't go by where I'm like, dang, I didn't have a Hall of Fame NFL career. Like, it's crazy, you know? So, yeah, Yeah, it's going to haunt them for certain. The the funny thing about that is, like, one, you're preaching to the choir here. (laughs) Obviously, I I, I feel not necessarily about the Hall of Fame game that way, but I think I'm I'm motivated still now and will forever be because of what didn't go right in my professional career or maybe even what didn't go right with what I envisioned in my college career. But, you know, the the reality is this, because I think that's a a tough mental space to be in because even Tom Brady – who's the greatest of all time, still has these chips on his shoulder, a a six-round pick, or the fact that he was beat twice by Eli Manning and the Giants. Like, those losses, as as great as his wins are, even the greatest of all time in football and arguably maybe one of the best professional athletes ever, he still has the motivation from losses, and he's won more than anyone else at the sport. So I I always think about that. Just it's human nature. I, I think most people who get to the professional sports level, whether they're a Hall of Famer or not, most of them are mentally wired and geared to be more motivated by their downfalls than by the success. Because success isn't going to make you get up at 4.30 or 5 a.m. the next morning to go bust your butt, to go work out or prepare yourself, or to get things back on track. A loss sure as hell will. Like, those are the moments where you feel that pit in your stomach, you can't sleep because you're so motivated by it. And so that's where I just – I feel like it's human nature for us to be able to – and and for Chris Paul in this case, he'll never forget it because you never really do forget the losses. You never really do forget the mistakes, uh, the interceptions, or whatever the case is. And and so that's where I feel like it's going to be hard for him to get past this but hopefully there's motivation at some point and they can get better and they can make some adjustments because that was the one thing that was – he didn't make adjustments and Monty Williams and that team sure as hell didn't because there was never an answer for Giannis the rest of that series. You know, the question always is, was it better to never have made it at all 
or I, to have made it and came up short. I, I used to think. Oh, you mean like the people on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on. Wow. Wow. When the troller becomes the troller becomes the troller, yeah, yeah, that was a good one, Brady. Look, I, I just, I used to think that would, would I, if I got to a championship and lost, would it feel worse than had never gotten to one at all? And I, I just think at least you can know you had a you had a chance. At least at least you had a crack at it, and and to never get that moment, I would rather you know I, I'd rather at least get a taste. I don't and, know, man. Yeah, I don't ask know the that, Bills, man. I ask the know. Bills. Like, how do they feel? Yeah, I don't on, know man. that I want to see the confetti come and never know what that feels like. All right, so so can we? Are, does that mean we can't talk about the Hall of Fame game when it gets here? Lamar? No, we definitely right. can. Because let me let me walk you through this. <laughs> Just gamble your ass you off, walk and you'll forget it. all about it. Gamble your ass off on that game, and you'll forget all about it. That'll make everything feel better. <laughs> all right, hour three next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 